You hear that? That's the awkward silence of a family dinner after you just got caught vaping. Most vapes contain high levels of nicotine and disappointment. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Super Gamer Boys. I am your host and captain and dad, Garrett Morling. And here in the virtual studio with me is... Oh, hang on. Hang on. Okay. Hang on. Let me make my grand my <laughs> grand 8-bit okay. entrance. Hold He's on. I got this. Grand entrance. Okay. There it is. Uh, not yet. Nice. Not yet. We just got it. There he is. There he is. All my 8-bit glory. Here in the virtual studio with us is the king of video games and resident superstar, Adrian Holmes. Welcome. What's going on, fellas? Welcome, welcome. How are we doing tonight? Doing we are good. Doing, doing good. I'm nice and cozy. And my new Super Gamer Boys crew neck sweater. And Why, my, Garrett? Hang on. the merch. Wherever did you get that? Uh, and my new Super Whoa. Gamer Boys socks. Check it out. Whoa. Look at these bad boys. Wow. Um, all you weird feet people out there, check this out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why right, am I Garrett's hot right feet. now? That's true. <laughs> wow. Hey, and check Boy, out this I wish man. I had. <laughs> Whoa. Hey. Oh, there it is. Okay, there it is. Dude. There's okay, my mug on that. a mug. This is a Super Finally. Gamer Boys mug mug. This I don't know which one is you. more 8-bit, the picture of Adrian on the photo or the one on the video right now. <laughs> the one on the mug or the video. Look, if you call Xfinity for me and get this straightened out, I'll be eternally grateful, okay? <laughs> this episode is brought now, to you by SGBstore.com. Get to all of your SGB merch for, for Christmas this year, and you can look as dope as I do right now with my toasty warm socks and my nice cozy sweater and my cup of tea and my mug mug. Sorry, Adrian, I t- turned your entrance into a, into a bit. But, you know. Hey, look, I'm all about it. Commit to the bit, all right? Everything for the bit. Everything for Absolutely. the bit. Uh, also joining us here in the studio is the one and only J.J. Purdom. Thank you, guys. And I'm so sorry that my nose is, like, leaking. We It's like 20 we degrees in Nebraska. We told you to cut that stuff out. Yeah, it's, it's well, uh, I was wiping it on my shirt earlier, but it's like 20 degrees in Nebraska. And uh, they said to me earlier today that they're having a bit of a hot snap. Uh, during the winter over here in the Midwest. But I'll tell you what, guys, I'm freezing balls. Uh, like Legitimately, <laughs> one of them is stuck to my leg right now. And oh I, I'll gosh. let you guys guess which one is uh, stuck to the leg. But it's cool. That's a tough one. There's a 50-50 shot. There you go. Garrett, you will be wrong, no matter which one you choose. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, man. Uh, so... Fired Jay, up today. I like Jay, it. We're fired up. We're ready to go. Let's get this freaking show on the road. Yeah, he he's already talking about his balls on the show. Like, wow, we're really, <laughs> like, we're man, getting we're on really a, I, In fact, I am warmed up now. I don't think I need this jacket anymore. Let's get go. into Take it, it man. Let's Take it off. The big dog's in. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, man, yeah, I uh, we were talking before the show, and uh, I I'm I'm happy to announce that hopefully there's no more no more homeless bits on here because. As far as I've heard, I understand JJ. You're 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 on you're on the track for getting a big yep. wig job, huh? That's right. That's right. Uh, I am a thorough bullcrapper. 
uh, as we say in the business of bullcrafting. <laughs> and uh, so I, I walked into a, a place recently here in town. I don't want to jinx myself. I also don't want any of you guys calling this store and telling them who I really am. You know what I mean? I don't. I so I'd rather like let's play it cool because I could be any character I want to be. And like they believe me to be really good and like smart and all that. So I've got them full completely. It's amazing. But I uh, I basically <laughs> am in line for an assistant manager job at Ooh. a supply place over in in my area. So it'll be like a five minute drive and uh, and basically uh, assistant managing a, a store. So I, I look forward to it. I think that uh, they were really excited. The lady actually went through and uh, called me the next day, having sneakily went and found my number in the system after I spoke with her about a job. And she's like, hey, I don't know if you were serious. I was kind of being sneaky. I went through the system to find your number. I wanted to call because you really, you have a strong personality and I thought you'd be perfect for this. And I'm like, ma'am, I do have a strong personality <laughs> and I think that I would be perfect for getting paid a lot of money as well. So. <laughs> nice, nice. She didn't yeah, laugh. I, I, I think it's like there. a low paying job. I don't really know for sure. But, but it's five <laughs> it's minutes more from than home, the so. zero you're getting right now. Exactly. I was really, honestly, I was stacking up the soup cans right now because I was pretty much sure I was going to be joining Garrett in the line any moment now, any moment now, I was going to be right there in line with them, holding the bowl out. Please, sir, can I have some more? You know. Just rationing out that, that last can of Campbell's Chunky. <laughs> exactly. And, and and some of that, you know, Chunky stew. I don't have to do it now, Garrett. You're in the line alone, buddy, because I'm going to be employed soon. Yeah, well, joke's on you. I uh, I got a job offer today, too, so I don't want to jinx anything. Still, What was his name and how much did he offer you? Oh, my gosh. What? what? You're the worst. It's a legitimate oh, question. Oh, I see what you. Yeah, I see what you're driving at. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I got gotcha. I'm picking up what you're putting down. You know what, Garrett? No shame, man. You got kids to feed, baby. It's there's no shame in it. You got to do what you got to do, man. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, anyways, yeah, I got a job offer today, and I'm super stoked. Maybe that's why I'm all fired up because like you got a job offer, I got a job offer. Adrian's is always killing it over there. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Do you have any good news? Come on, Adrian. You got to have some good news. Hmm. Are you fired up today? Good news. Give us some good news. Good news. What am I? Oh, I got good news. It's not about me, but Spider-Verse 2 is coming, baby, and we just got a new trailer for it. (laughs) I saw that trailer. That was killer. (laughs) I was so That's my good news. So good. It it does look so awesome. (laughs) Man. (laughs) Yeah, immediately I was like, oh, shoot. Like I, 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 I dropped how... everything. I, I stopped it and watched it right where I was. There was no way so yeah, I wasn't going to see it. I, can I just say one thing? It's probably controversial. I know we all love Into the Spider-Verse. I think Into the Spider-Verse better than the recent Spider-Man movies. That's I not like controversial. Into... That's a fact. No, I yeah, think so. Just, I, I, really, I agree. I, I'm glad to hear that because I really feel that way, and I've said that to a couple other people. And they, they don't agree. And I'm like, man, I, I feel like you're really missing the boat on Into the Spider-Verse. You want to hear amazing. you want to hear um, something even more controversial? I think it might be the best Spider-Man film that we've gotten. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I said agree. I didn't say animated. Mm-hmm. I didn't say live action. I said film. Yeah, I could agree. That's yeah, amazing. I, I know I people have seen... their Raimi nostalgia. I know. I know. Don't yeah, get me wrong. And that's not to disparage any of the other movies that we've had. But just be just on the fact of how masterfully executed everything in 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 the Spider-Verse is. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I agree. It, it, for I'm me, really it puts worried. it leagues above everything else. So worried right now that Garrett is going to screw up the good vibe that we're rocking right now and say something positive about Spider-Man 3 with Tobey Maguire. And I beg you, Garrett, keep your keep your whore mouth shut. Don't you dare. You do like the prequels Don't... too, though. No, what I was going to say is I... Initially, I want to agree with you. I think it is the best, but I also just haven't watched the old ones in a long time, like probably since they came out pretty much. So definitively i can't say yes but initially i do want to agree with you that yeah i think spider-verse is the best but i need to go back and watch the raimi ones even watch because at the time i even really kind of enjoyed the andrew garfield ones again at the time like a lot of people were hating on them i'm like i don't think they're that bad so i don't know the first one wasn't that bad the second one is absolute garbage (laughs) yeah so we'd have to do we should do like a watch through that'd be fun but uh all of the spider-man movies all of them all of them (laughs) Back to back to back to back. Oh, no. <laughs> that would be horrible. Have either of uh, you guys ever been Spider-Man for for Halloween? I'm sure one year I've, I've as a youngin, I've yeah. dressed up as a Spider-Man. I, I, I wanted I'm, to I'm, go this I'm, year, but I didn't have the time to get the costume together. So I went as janky uh, Iron Man. I'm I jealous would... that kids get to go as Miles now nowadays. Yeah. I didn't have a Miles option. It was just Peter Parker and that was it. Yeah. I went, I went as Spider-Man. My mom made a homemade costume in the early 80s. I've got a photo that uh, I will try to share to our social media soon. I'll find it and share it to social media. Homemade Spider-Man costume from like 83, 84. And uh, it's pretty cheesy. Yeah, it's basically underwear awesome. that are on the outside of the pants. So, no. <laughs> hey, you had to do what you had to do. Hey, it was Whatever, 80s, yeah. man. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Ah, uh, man. Cool. Well... Today, we're going to be talking about PlayStation's new Game Pass competitor, Metroid Dread developer's next project, and the Game Awards' thoughts on Activision. But first, let's give a quick shout-out to our Patreon producers, Toby Dalton, Quote Joma, and a brand spanking new producer. What? Bleep Bloop. Ah, yeah! Welcome Woo! to the family, Bleep Bloop. Thank you so much. Bleep Bloop. So we have brand new Our Patreon brother from producer. another mother. Right on, man. <laughs> um, Welcome, and, brother. Uh, yeah, and shout out to our super gamer sponsors, Julie Bates and Mama Mare. So thank you all so much for supporting us each and every month. We appreciate it. Um, remember, you can support us over at patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Starting at just a buck a month, all the way up to our Patreon producer tier, 15 bucks a month. Gets you different perks, different shout outs, different, you know, job titles you can be our boss you know now bloop bloop we have a new boss we got three bosses this is getting a little crazy but uh you know we'll see we'll see how it goes um, last week garrett went from no bosses to like three That's amazing. <laughs> three bosses. it's insane uh in uh but you know supporting us over at patreon you do get episodes early and ad free such as this show immediately after this show uh pretty close to, as close as i as quickly as i can i edit and put it up without the ads and uh, for all of you Patreon supporters, so right away you can listen to, to, to this week's episode. Also, Super Gamer Book Club, you get two months early. So also, I, I want to publicly apologize here live on air and on YouTube and podcast services around the globe. Last week I said, hey, the first Friday of every month is when the episodes come out. Next Friday uh, it's yes. coming out. And I realized it was Saturday. I'm like... Oh, I never put out a post saying like, hey, we're delayed. We're going to be late. And then well, I don't know what I proceed to do next. 
my kid ran across the room, tripped and fell, hit their head on a table, and I got distracted and still didn't put a, and still didn't put out a post because I was going to do it right then. I'm like, I should do it right now. And then like my kid got hurt, and I was like, oh, so. Huh. Check to see if my kid is possibly concussed. <laughs> Put out a tweet for about the episode. This so, is a tough decision I have tough, to make here. Yeah. Tough decisions here at Super Gamer Boys HQ. But you know what? I think I made the right one. I I, I at least drafted the tweet. So, you know. Uh, no, just kidding. I went and checked the kid. He was fine. Um, <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. Sorry for everyone who was expecting episodes on Friday. I apologize they did not go out. But they are going out this week. Because we're recording this Wednesday. We are recording Wednesday. That was the other funny thing. I had the dates totally wrong last week. I think I told you, Adrian, like, yep, it's Tuesday. Tomorrow we're recording. And then I we, I was we, ready. Message, we messaged our <laughs> guest and he's like, it was supposed to be Wednesday. And he's like, and also like, it, it, it ended up being, you know, something where a couple, like, I wasn't really ready. The guest had something come up, all this stuff. So it's like, let's push it the next week. So this Wednesday, I like. 7.30, we're going to be recording. It's not going to be live. You guys won't be able to watch it. But expect it this Friday. You will get our Super Mario... For sure Mar this time. Super Mario Odyssey talk with Pocket. And uh, right now, you can go over and get Cadence of Hyrule with Trouser Schnauzer. Uh, again, a few supporters on Patreon, as well as all previous episodes and even Season 1 with Zetch Keenan at the helm. Um, but we'll talk more about our Patreon later in the show. Adrian, real quick, in defense of Garrett, I want you to be fully aware that when you don't have a job every day is kind of like mixed up and they're all Fridays. So I think yeah, that's kind of what might have been 100%. happening there while you're getting confused. You're like, what day is it? You have no idea how often I say, what day is it to the general household? And like, some day, and like, honestly, my son is like, I have no idea, dad. It's I'm playing Fortnite. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. every day is the same. I woke up. So, yeah. It was night last time. And now it's daytime. That's <laughs> all are, I know. We, we literally judge it by when did we go to church? Well, it was like, <laughs> I think church was like three it's, days it's ago. Been church was like, days. Church was like four, four sleeps ago. Monday, Tuesday, and like, you know, that's literally how we count. And like, that's all of us. Oh, man. That's fantastic. Um, no, 100%. Since I, you know, when I initially lost my job, you're 100% right. It feels like, like a Friday every single day. Uh, but I mean, for me, like, I felt like I was working more without a job than when I had the job. <laughs> Probably because, though, like I was working hard to get a job where my previous job was just like such a weird setup where like they weren't giving me things to do. So I was trying to, you know, I was just kind of laying low and kind of hanging out until they promoted me, which didn't happen. So, yeah, it was very strange. We're like, I've been working so hard. Like I played like 10 minutes of video games this last week. Like I've played zero Ooh. games. Like, you nothing. what? Don't let yeah. Zetch hear that. Yeah, I know. he's he's, oh, he's pouring on, on the thunder right now. He's hot on my heels with the the backlog so challenge. He, he pulled Mortal Kombat ten out the bag. Like what? What? Yeah. What the heck? So I'm I'm having dinner with Zetch again this next week. Uh, we're gonna be he's coming to Lincoln uh, about a half hour away from me. So we're gonna get together and have dinner, and uh, I'm excited to see Zetch again. But I know for a fact that he's only having dinner with me so he can pump me for like, so what do you know? How far along so is Garrett? Like, where are we yeah, at? He's talking the... smack. Yeah, that dude is the most competitive man I've ever met in my life Jeez. as far as those video games are concerned. So, Yeah. He's, you got to uh... be careful, JJ. You keep going over to that spirit war border. He's going to trap you over there. And we can't get you back. <laughs> no, that's, lost, that's true. Lost forever. Um, just like uh, in Coco. It'll just turn into one of them. Yep. Um, all right. I think it's time for us to check the mailbag. Go ahead and check it, Garrett. It's still there. You okay, don't have that okay, job yet. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. 
get? Uh, it came in a very fancy portfolio this week. Um, oh. So let me see here. All right. Uh, let's read this first one here. First question comes from Sweats, and he asks, what's the worst video game line you've ever heard? And the best. For example, worst line I can remember is the classic, took the arrow to the knee. My favorite line That's is, a worst line? That's an iconic line. He thinks it's the worst, worst line. Uh, okay, my favorite okay. line is basically anything from Bioshock. Andrew Ryan is full of psychotic uh, and Rand crap, but it sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> so what is uh, your worst, uh, the, in your opinion, the worst and best video game line you've heard? Um, so the worst will probably be just because of how corny they are. But in the uh, any any of the street games, so like, NBA Street, NFL Street, FIFA Street. When you get a game breaker and the guys are like, they do that little cutscene where they're powering up and there's like, I'm coming, here I come, or something like that. Those are all corny. <laughs> I I love I hate love them all <laughs> just because I have I you know I have so many memories of that. Um, one of the best lines that I never hear anybody talk about, and um. Uh, this would have been good for Eddie before he stabbed me in the back um, was from Star Fox 64 at the end when you just beat Andros and Fox is just sitting there in the R wing. And I can't remember if it was Peppy or Slippy that asked him, he says, Hey, what's going on Fox? You just beat Andros. You know, it's, that's the, the emotion that it's conveying. What's wrong. And all Fox says is that nothing nothing's wrong because he's thinking about his dad and how he finally got closure in that last section, that last segment with Andros and he's lived up to the expectations and of what his father knew that he could be. And that's just, mm. it's, it's all encompassed in that one line and it's just, it's Dang. so well done. That's awesome. Nothing's it's, wrong. So for me, I am a huge fan of Bruce Campbell and the Evil Dead movies. Evil Dead, um, all of the Evil Dead stuff is fantastic. I don't know if you guys ever saw it. There's a lot of really great games that came out on the PS2, including Evil Dead, uh, I think Ash versus the Evil Dead in the, uh, in the uh, Fistful of Boomstick is one of the games on PS2. And one of the lines is, Bruce Campbell does the voice stuff uh, for Ash in the in the show. And one of the lines is, one of the demons say, I'll swallow your soul! And he like puts the double pump in their mouth and says, swallow this. And like, like blows the, and it's just like so cheesy and like blows their head off with it. But I love that kind of stuff. Like that's the stuff that I live for. But yeah, it's really bad. It's, it's horrible. But I just, I can't get enough of it. I want more. More cheesy lines like that. That's fantastic. What about so? Is that your best and worst? Or? That's that's the best and the worst. Yeah, best because it's okay. it's stuff it's stuff like that that yeah. is just like this cheesy like you know I'll swallow your soul, swallow this you know or like another one is uh you know oh you say such sweet words and he's like let's just pillow talk baby you know like, and it's like that's so great so good that's so great so good um. Okay, you guys are going to be like, really? But of course, my quotes are from Metal Gear. So the worst quote has got to be, and I didn't, I totally forgot about this, except I've been watching uh, Kind of Funny's playthrough of the Metal Gear series, and they're going through four right now. The and best one. It, it really, it's, 
I did not realize. I, I did not remember. It's been a long time since I played four, and I only played it the one time. You know, where the older ones I've played a bajillion times. But I was like, man, this game is really is pretty amazing. But there's a line. Otacon turns to uh, Naomi, and he simply says, "Are you an otaku too?" <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to hit on her and, and is like gets super nerdy anime on her and i was like when i heard that i'm like you gotta be kidding me that was gotta be the cheapest, look man worst sniper line. wolf like, is gone okay he needs a new <laughs> squeeze all right sniper wolf's gone he needs he needs a new girl going for naomi going <laughs> oh my god are you an otaku too like you gotta be kidding me what an idiot like it's so stupid um, but then the best quote is from the first one, Metal Gear Solid in Snake. Uh, I think this is also to Otacon as well. He said, this is Snake to Otacon now. Um, and he turns and says, a strong man doesn't need to read the future. He makes his own. Whoa. Like, Dang. Oh, no. It's to Meryl. And I think it's, it's after the Psycho Mantis fight. Okay. It's, it's 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 in that section, which it, I mean, it makes sense with the context. But yeah, strong man doesn't need to read the future; he makes his own. It's like, dang, Snake, so love. good, so good. I love it. I mean, there's a you know, million quotes I could I could read, but those Metal Gear games, man, they might have something to them. It might be something to them. Might be something. Maybe to that. Him. Maybe they should uh, let that old Kojima guy make uh, some more. I might not be full of crap here on the podcast, guys. Everyone makes fun of me, but. <laughs> It's a good this game. This one okay? time. It's a good game, I, I swear. Um, all right. Thank you so much for that question, Sweats. That was a fun one. Uh, next question comes from Sir Prince a lot, and he asks, what's the most underrated television series that you adore? This is a tough one. I'm, let me think. Okay, there's so there's, there's a science fiction show that I, I watched when uh, I was in high school. It came out in, like, 95. And it had Jerry O'Connell in it. It's called Sliders. And Sliders was fantastic. It got John Rhys Davies in it as well. And, um, uh, oh, man, it was so great. They basically, uh, Jerry O'Connell was a smart kid who created a sliding portal to be able to go to other dimensions. And uh, he had, like, a, a remote control that he was able to uh, open up these portals and like jump through to other dimensions of worlds that look slightly different. And he had coordinates on them to get back home. Well, he broke it. So it, it forced it to go to all these different places and he had to try to land back at his own world. And there would be slight differences where uh, he might go to one where uh, Germany won World War II. And so Germany's taken over the whole United States. You know, and it's all communist and, you know, like mm -hmm. everybody like hiling Hitler and whatever. Um, and eventually it got moved from, I think, Fox to uh, the Sci-Fi Channel. And so it ran like maybe five or six seasons. The last season, Jerry O'Connell bounced from it. And like they had a kind of a contrived way that it was Jerry O'Connell's character, Quinn Mallory, on the show. But he uh, he looked totally different. And it was like an mm -hmm. alternate him from another reality that took over it it sucked nobody watched the last season but that show was a lot of fun up until then and it had such colorful characters such awesome worlds that you got to go to and see 
and huh, nobody yeah. talks about it. Nobody like knows about it that I'm aware of because uh, I seem to be the only person that ever talked about it and had like a <laughs> lot of seasons. I mean, huh. it makes sense. You know, um, there that that series must go by another name. Um, uh, it must be uh, called Wolfenstein 2. Because that's exactly what happens in Wolfenstein 2 is that uh, America is taken over by the Nazi regime and mm. BJ Blazkowicz has to fight to get America back. Uh, this is just one. That's not the whole se- season. That's just one. World. Oh, OK, OK. That's just one world they go to. They go to gotcha. all these different worlds. So every world they go to is kind of different. One might be a water world and one might be like uh, uh, there's too many people too much of a population so people do this lottery where uh you win all this money for your family but you have to you have to get killed uh to like take you know so it's like oh you might win five million dollars uh but then you get killed you know so like one one Mm. one thing they put in for the lottery and like they win it or whatever and they're going to be killed they're like but we got all this money and it's like yeah but it's for your family or whatever you're going to get killed so i mean it's so many Mm. cool like little things like what happens if the world's just a little bit different looks maybe a little bit the same or whatever but it's but it's totally different it's really cool different alternate dimensions and stuff like that so okay. it might be on sci-fi channel now you might be able to catch that and let's take a look at it nice <clears throat> um for me i i don't know i it might not be underrated i just don't ever hear anyone talk about it in my kind of sphere of friends so to me, it seems underrated because I talk to people about it, like, well, I've never, never tried that, never watched it, never checked it out. Um, it's actually an Amazon Prime original, Amazon original, uh, which is really funny that, you know, you're talking about like different timelines and dimensions and stuff. This is Man in the High Castle. Oh, it's great. Which <laughs> is great about, show. which it's just literally about exactly what you're just saying, where yeah. we, we lost World War II and Nazis and in right. uh, Japan kind of split the U.S., uh, mm-hmm. alternate kind of reality type thing and it's like i i absolutely adore that show i think there's like three or four seasons a lot of people did this premise huh yeah this is <laughs> I, I, I see a recurring theme um yeah I, that's uh that's a show that i literally like i feel like i tell a bunch of people out and they're like oh man i've never checked it out and uh, so if you've never watched it go watch my man the high castle and again maybe you're all gonna be like that's not underrated everyone loves that I don't know. I've never heard anyone talk about it. Go check it out. It's really cool. And uh, um, Amazon just makes they they, they surprise you. They 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 surprise it because I feel like some things you watch and you're like, yeah, it's fine. But that was like, yeah. oh man, the production value is like killer. The actors and actresses they picked were amazing. So yeah, go check that one out. They had an awesome sci-fi movie not that long ago that was like the the top one on uh, on any streaming service, and I can't think of what it was, but it had. Uh, was it the one with Chris I Pratt? Think Chris Pratt, yeah, that's Mario. The one I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, the one. Yeah, Mario I there, can't, yeah. I can't think of what the name of that movie is now off the top of my head, but it was really great, really great. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it, but they I'm also sure. went to an alternate uh, universe. <laughs> man, <laughs> oh man, an underrated TV show. Hmm. Uh, so I don't know if you guys would know what this is, but I believe it was around 2000. Oh God. I want to say 2013 or 14, uh, Cartoon Network had a show come out that was by one of the head writers of, um, the original SpongeBob episodes and it was called Chowder. 
yeah. I love and Chowder so mm-hmm. much. Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. And uh, it was about this little rabbit dog creature kind of deal that uh, he studied under a chef. He wanted to be a chef. Mm -hmm. And so most of the series takes place in the the chef's kitchen slash restaurant where he makes the dishes and he's teaching Chowder to be a chef. And all of the hijinks normally happens there. But that show was just, it was so hilarious and creative and the performances were so good. And I just don't understand how that show never took off, man. It's genius. It only got three seasons. I own all of them because they never put them out physically. So I had to buy them on, on digital. But <laughs> that show is, they even have a joke about comedy gold in it. That joke, that show is comedy gold. Yeah. It's so good. That That's a show, uh, like when it came on the TV, like my parents would stop and watch it. Like they they enjoyed it too. Like they would watch it with us. Man, I I love Chowder. I, I I'm is, aware of it. I've that, just never seen that, it. That a hundred percent is underrated one because I feel like a lot of people have either never seen it or they're just like, "Hey, it was fine." Like I've met so many yeah, people. Yeah, it's like, like fine, hey, whatever. I'm like, fine? are you kidding me? It's literally the most hilarious cartoon ever created. <laughs> like, are you kidding me right now? Oh man, so good, so good. Yeah, man, I totally forgot about Chowder. That's a good one. Yes. I, I watch it to this day, crying at some bits that they came up with, man. Ugh. So good. Man, is it streaming anywhere? I'm HBO a... Max, because they have the, the rights to the Cartoon Network stuff. But honestly, okay. just buy it on iTunes. It's worth it. Okay. Well, that's uh, that's what I'm doing later. Uh, forget about editing the show. I'm going to watch Shouter after this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you guys can wait for the episode till Wednesday. It'll be fine. Um all right, next question comes from Quote Joman. He says, what's a game that you enjoyed all the way through but then hated the ending? This is kind Ooh. of about, he says, this is kind of about Transistor. <laughs> Kojoma? <laughs> you better watch your butt, man. Or you're going into Grinder. Ooh, okay. That's a movie reference. If you get that, you got 100 cool points with me. <laughs> um. I- I just looked it up. It was the Tomorrow War, that Chris Pratt movie I was talking about. I'm sorry. I just wanted to make... I felt okay, like it was going to kill me if I didn't say something. Uh, right. Because Amazon <laughs> Amazon was paying you to say that, right? right. They are. They, <laughs> make sure to subscribe to Amazon Prime right now. <laughs> mm, for me, it would have... Uh, so just to, pick one, just to pick one from this year... Because I was kind of earlier, I was kind of flipping through some games. There hasn't been too many of those, I don't think, throughout my years. But the most recent one I could think of um, was Twelve Minutes. Uh, Really? I yeah, I I actually really enjoyed the whole like figuring out everything in between. And yeah, it got repetitive and stuff. But um, yeah, like the slowly piecing things together with this mystery and in this time loop over and over and over again and like trying different things in the world to cause different events to happen because you, again you only had well technically only 10 minutes you only had 10 minutes to make things happen and uh you know and at the end of that 10 minutes like the loop started over kind of thing and uh it was i i really enjoyed that aspect of like okay what am i going to do this time and those little tiny like details that you could so easily overlook if you didn't just literally try everything like that's a, that's my recommendation for that game literally try everything click on everything <laughs> um but 
and then it got to the end and it's not that the ending was uh, bad i guess or i don't know it just was kind of i don't know is this it was just weird to me i guess and maybe i just didn't understand it but i was just like i don't i don't know how i feel about this like is this yeah i don't know like because the, the kind of what's happening is kind of revealed to you before the ending if that makes sense right like as you piece things together you're kind of figuring out what's happening you'll be like oh okay i see right so when you finally get to the ending there's a little bit more information revealed but it's for me it was just kind of like oh well i all right that's uh interesting all right like, i don't know it was just it, it was kind of black like i was hoping there'd be one more revelation that they were saving for the ending not just kind of like a oh wait this is kind of just exactly kind of what i thought was happening you know based off of the gameplay so yeah i don't know 12 minutes for me oh i think garrett froze up oh Just he was garrett. talking about my internet man he was G talking about my internet and look who's gone yeah. yep i don't want to hear it that's the thing he doesn't have xfinity like you he doesn't have the sweet <laughs> spectrum nebraska internet that i've got He's rocking uh -huh. this crappy internet, you know. I he's think he's rocking that community center net. That's what he's rocking. <laughs> can, he's, you, can you guys he's hear me? He's got the Wi-Fi at McDonald's right now. Let's be completely <laughs> honest. That everything behind him is a green screen. The McDonald's Every, across the street. You dang right, man. He's he's stealing McDonald's Wi-Fi. <laughs> he's got the hotspot going on. That's bogus, man. Oh, uh, that is funny to me. Can uh, you guys hear me, man? Just yeah. uh, sweet, as far as like sweet a, just dessert. <laughs> as I far as like a. An ending that I didn't like in a video game. Um, there's a bunch of endings to Sonic 3. I only got one ending, and I was not very happy with it. It was Rosebud going to hell. <laughs> so Rosebud gets, like, arrested, and then, like, at the end, she's, like, monologuing and, uh, and ends up being behind, like, a red screen. It's thought to be that, like, Rosebud is in hell. So mm. I didn't I didn't really care for that. So I don't I don't know what other endings there were. I know there's supposed to be multiple of them. But that's one of those games that, like, you know, you play and it's like, well, it's kind of like not satisfactory. So mm. I looked it up before. It's supposed to be like one of the true bad endings to the game. Interesting. Yeah. I've been trying to rack my brain about what what endings that I absolutely can't stand. And I don't Ooh. come across too, too much. Hey Garrett, I want you to know that he was talking mad trash about your internet. I could, I now. could see and hear. No, I could see and hear you guys the entire time. Oh, good, good. No, no. You, that's no, what you I, get then. You guys, yeah. you guys just couldn't see or hear me for some reason, and the stream could see. It. Yeah, the stream, the stream actually continued, so they the stream could hear me and see me. They could hear you guys and see me. It was very strange. <laughs> it was only you guys who couldn't see and hear me. So, um, okay, yeah. So, anyways, sorry. I basically I just lost my audition, uh, my my audacity recording. So that's fine. Um, it's all good. <laughs> well, we're off uh, the rails, baby. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So sorry about that. Uh, Adrian, did no, you have? No, it's all good. Did you have? Yeah, a pick? I, I, I just answered. I was talking about Sonic 3. Well, yeah, you were talking I, about Sonic 3, but I wasn't yeah. sure if Adrian had, had given one yet. I, I am trying my best yeah. to think about yeah. all the endings to stuff, and there's nothing that I yeah. outright hated. Yeah, if you don't have anything, that's fine. It's okay to not hate games, you know? Games are cool. We should just. I mean, no, don't, don't get me wrong. Look, a lot of games suck overall. <laughs> Yeah, right yeah, yeah. but they suck because they suck all the, about at everything not just the ending you know what i mean so that's a tough one 
That's right. I, I I don't think I got one for this one. Not even transistor like Kajoma there. That's my favorite. And um, <laughs> oh boy, I'm trying to think of a name for Kajoma on this one, but uh, keep going. I'll think of something. Right, I would right. say transjoma, but that has so many different meanings. I, you, you know that careful. that flew by, and I was yeah. like, uh, yeah. I don't think that'll fly. Yeah. Different better, connotations. Better back off of that is. one. Yeah, yeah, be careful. Yep. You don't yep. want to offend. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so uh, don't worry, I'll have something. So this next question comes from Bumple Smash, and he uh, they ask. Sorry, I assumed it was he. I, it's they. I'll, we don't know. Bumple Smash. They ask, uh, what is your worst gamer rage moment? Mine were for sure those. Uh, Super Mario Sunshine levels without flood. Oh, <laughs> um, that's a good one. Right off the bat, I'll just quick an- answer real quick. There's not much to elaborate on, but dude, Hades. There was times I was straight up ready to like punch a hole through a wall. I was like, No, really? I should have had that. Like, why did I die there? Are you kidding me? <clears throat> like, I'm feeling like I was this close to getting something, and then like, Nope, sorry, boom, dead, and all the way back to the beginning. There was so many times I'm like, I was like ready to. <laughs> Punch a hole through a wall due to Hades. So, yeah, it would have to be that game. Can I'm so sorry, Garrett. When you started to talk right now, your voice did that thing that it sometimes does where you started to sound like the teacher from Charlie Brown. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, wasn't listening to you. And you started to like, just, you got really boring for a second. Can you repeat that question one more time? I'm so sorry about that. And try not to be boring if you can't. That'd be great. <laughs> What what is your worst gamer rage moment? Mine was for sure the Super Mario Sunshine levels without flood. Oh, <clears throat> um, playing Karate Kid and breaking a the Karate Kid was a really crappy game on the Nintendo Entertainment System, and this would have been like eighty seven. And I had played it. We rented Karate Kid and uh, rented it when we rented a Nintendo, and then later we bought the game when I bought a system and I kind of had like fond memories of it. Then I played it. That game is so unbelievably hard and <laughs> so stupid that I ended up getting really mad and breaking our secondary controller. Um, it was my, I always said it was my brother's. Both of the controllers were ours, but I always said like the, the second controller was his and I ended up throwing it on the ground and broke it. And we didn't have a second controller for a little while because we just didn't have money and it was yeah. just over me being really mad that I kept losing over and over and over again. That game is frustrating. I don't know if you guys have ever played it before, but it's notoriously one of the hardest games throughout NES's life. It was just ridiculously tough to try to beat. I don't think I ever beat the game. And I don't think I ever beat any Nintendo games other than like Super <laughs> Mario. <laughs> and I, I beat Ninja Ga- Gaiden and uh, and stuff like that. I love that game. How did I you could, beat Ninja Gaiden but nothing else? That, those did, games are notoriously no, hard. I don't believe it. Dude, part one. Part one I did. Uh, I, I never played it. any other than part one. I, pl- nice. I played a lot. I beat a lot of games when I was younger. But there's a Nintendo games were hard, man. They're like... Games are so much easier now. You die, and then, like, uh, you're, like, Check three point, seconds. save point. Dude, we didn't have that then. You you died, and then you had to go all the way back to the start of the game. You had to go all the way back lives, to the start, yeah. you know? Yeah. You, you die three times, you're, like, you're done. You you got to play uh, for another four hours, did, you know? Did my, my video froze, huh? Man, I'm having bad it luck It sure today. did. It oh, sure did. Great today. internet, Garrett. No, that's a camera issue. My camera keeps disconnecting, so I'll, I'll refresh that. Sorry about anyway, that, guys. Anyway, JJ, I'm going to piggyback off of you for an NES game because I, it, it hit me like a lightning bolt. 
Mega Man 1. Oh, yeah, that's Is that's the right. most infuriating game in the series. You want to talk about a difficult game? Mega Man 1 will make you tear your hair out. Mm-hmm. But within that game is a boss called the Yellow Devil. Oh, my God. Just thinking about it, I'm starting to get upset. <laughs> it's a tank of a boss that shoots pieces of itself across the stage that you have to dodge. Mind you, if they hit you, they hit like a truck. <laughs> and it reassembles itself on the other side of the stage. So um, while you're dodging all that, you have to shoot him, which takes off little chips, no matter what you use, beep, 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 off of his health. And he's shooting lasers at you at the same time as doing this. And you have to do it in one go. It's near impossible if you don't use that glitch. There's a glitch that you can do where if you pause the game and unpause it, when you shoot at him, It'll make all the damage go through like one at a time, one at a time, one at a time. Oh, but if man. you try to attempt that on your own, oh my God. That's the closest I've ever come to throwing a controller is the yellow <laughs> I oh won't it, it sucks because he's hard in that one. He's hard in the in the PSP remaster, the Mega Man powered up. Any anytime they bring the yellow devil back, it's just forget about it. I'm not doing it. I'm mm. not doing it. Never <laughs> like, again. I'm done. I'm done. And it's in Smash Brothers 2, and it's a pain in the butt there. (laughs) Coincidentally enough, people actually called Garrett in Papua New Guinea, they called him the White Devil. Just a coincidence. Oh, that I can believe. Yeah. Yeah, that I can believe. Garrett, come come at me. Combat that. Is that such (sighs) fact and you know it? You know what? You're just a big bully, JJ. You're a big bully. What? (laughs) I'm a pussycat. What are you talking about? (laughs) Um, All right. I think that's good for questions. I actually had a couple more on the dock, but... Oh, yeah, we're uh, like 45 minutes He's in. Still so we'll save those questions for next week. Um, all right. It's time for the Nerdy Nudes. It's now time for the Nerdy Nudes. All righty, everyone. This first news story is coming to us from IGN, written by Matt Kim. He says, PlayStation is reportedly working on an Xbox Game Pass competitor. PlayStation now will be phased out in favor of this new service. Sony is working on a competing Xbox Game Pass service for PlayStation, according to a new report. Bloomberg says sources familiar with Sony's plans share details of a new service code name Spartacus, where PlayStation owners can, and that's just like a code name, like that's, I doubt it's going to be called Spartacus, but right. that's, that's, that is pretty cool, I'm not going to lie. Um, uh, owners can pay a monthly fee for access to a library of modern and classic games. This is the same model used for Xbox's popular Game Pass service. Documents on the project revealed three tiers for the upcoming service. I don't like that. Um, the yeah, first, that was... That's a little... Uh, the first includes the same benefits as PlayStation Plus, which is required for online gaming and comes with some free games each month. A higher tier offers access to the gaming catalog like Game Pass, and a third tier will <clears throat> include extended demos, game streaming, and access to a larger library that includes PS1, PS2, PS3, and PSP games. Given that backward I didn't hear that part. Mm-hmm. Given that backward compatibility has been a popular request from PlayStation owners, using a new service to introduce older games to the library could be an enticing move. The new service is expected to launch in spring of 2022 and will merge Sony's two existing subscription services, PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now, a cloud service that lets users stream games directly to their console. According to Bloomberg, the PlayStation Plus name will remain, but PlayStation Now will be phased out as a brand. 
uh, despite beating competitors like Stadia to the market, PlayStation now has failed to catch on as a core PlayStation subscription service, though the company has recently taken steps to add major releases like God of War and The Last of Us 2. That's actually where I played Last of Us Part 2 uh, just recently when I beat it. I played it through um, PlayStation Now. Uh, it's plain to see why PlayStation wants to get in on a service similar to Game Pass. Xbox's subscription service has been a huge hit for the company and has over 18 million subscribers as of January 2021. Alongside access to library games, Xbox Game Pass also offers users day one access to first-party games like Forza Horizon 5 and Halo Infinite, which, by the way, comes out in two days. That's Stoked right. About. I'm ready. I'm hearing um, good things. Yes, yes. Uh, so, yeah, that is the news. So <laughs> it's getting rid of PlayStation now. And then PlayStation Plus is going to have three different tiers. There's the regular tier that we all get now. There's the next tier up, which, what did it say it gives you? It gives you... Uh, the Game Pass uh, style. Ga- a game, a smaller Game Pass, kind of like a limited library. And then the third tier gives you the full access get library and demos and streaming and all sorts of stuff. AKA PlayStation Plus expansion pack. Yeah. So it's yeah, been talked yeah. about. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's another company <laughs> that's who's another s- swindling people out of money. You know, we, we're, not, we're not talking about that right it's now. Been, yeah. It's been talked about. Xbox has been killing it this generation because they went a totally different direction, killing it with Game Pass. The, the value that you get with Game Pass is unlike anything else that's being done. And we kind of talked about in the beginning, like, man, Xbox just can't really compete with what PlayStation is doing. No, they're competing. And I think that PlayStation, in my opinion, is starting to feel Xbox breathing down their neck in this generation. Uh, The PS5 is, for all intents and purposes, a great console, but this is where they were lacking. uh, The Game Pass model is an excellent idea. So I think Mm -hmm. that going and stealing that idea... This is an opportunity for PlayStation to just knock it out of the park. Now, now we have a real competition. Now there's a competition. Because if they can bring what PlayStation has in their catalog, all of the PSP games and everything else in that big, you're looking at like, what, 15 bucks a month maybe? 15 $20 a month? It, it's worth it. I mean, it's that's probably worth it. It'll, it's it'll probably going to go like 5 10 15 yeah, five ten. I could see that five ten fifty. So like, yeah, drop it. Um, drop, drop drop regular PS Plus to to so five. Like five bucks a month. Yeah, and then would yeah, ten fifteen. Would like that, that include? Th- you th- think th- the PS Plus collection that PS Five users? No. Have? Yeah, uh, five bucks yeah. would probably be just to play online, and then uh, ten bucks would probably. No, no. You don't think so? Because it say, I mean, it does say that even with the base, the whatever the cheapest option is, you're still going to get the free games each month, and I assume that would still. Oh. So. So maybe it, we're talking ten, fifteen, twenty then. Maybe uh, I, I think know, you go I, twenty. I can, it's a little much. I think twenty is a little but much. But PS think, now, PS now was twenty bucks. Yeah, but so I don't. So if think... you're gonna if you're gonna give me a a, a new uh, service that's comparable or bigger than PS uh, now, uh, and PS now was, was already twenty bucks. It was ten bucks a month. What was twenty bucks? Oh no, it, it, it used to be twenty it used bucks. To be, they and they dropped it. That's they right. Dropped that's it right. last year. Yeah, that's right. Um, you play you play PS Now a lot, right? I mean, what do you, what do you think? I'm talking about Garrett. Garrett, what do you think about PS Plus, uh, PS Now? I'm sorry, PS Now as a whole, up until now in 2021, what have you thought? You've had Game Pass. You've played Game Pass this year. What's mm-hmm. your impressions of what PS Now has been up until this point? <laughs> so PlayStation Now, for me, is basically just what I play all my PS2 and PS3 games on. I guess that's what I use it for. And the occasional PS4 game, like, like Last of Us Part 2, but that happens rarely. Like, most of my time, and actually Red Dead Redemption 2 was on there, 
Um, but I think it recently got taken off, which was a bummer because I was hoping to start playing through it again, and then they just took it off. Sure, you were. Um, yeah, right, we've I, heard that I, BS. Yeah, before. Uh-huh. I had okay. it installed on the console; it was on there. Now it's a little padlock. Yeah, won't let me okay. in, you know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so up until now, as far like tech technology wise, it actually works really freaking good. Like I was always shocked because like I could play it on Trudy's iPad up in, at the house, like just sync my Dual Sense or my Dual Shock to the iPad and play on there. I could play it on my laptop. I can play it here on the PlayStation. Streaming was no issue at all. The technology was there. Um, but as far as content, it was any new content cycled in and out every few months. And so where like Game Pass, a lot of the newer stuff, like once it's there, it stays. Older stuff they'll get rid of on Game Pass, but usually for the most part, newer releases and especially first party stuff they'll just keep on there all the time. Yeah, and so that was my only, my only downfall with PlayStation. But again, like I was saying, like I literally use it to play PS2 and PS3 games, um, because I or not PS2, I guess they didn't have PS2 on there, but PS3 games. They had like some. I, you're right. They did have a couple PS2 games. Um, but yeah, like that's how I played when I like now that I'm, uh, what was that, a few weeks ago when I did the. Sorry, Metal Gear Solid 2 playthrough. I was using the HD collection on PlayStation Now, streaming. I was streaming a game to my PlayStation and then streaming it out on our stream. It was crazy. Like, the technology is insane. Um, you know, that's how I can play, uh, what, like, I don't know. They have all sorts. They have original Red Dead on there. I was messing around with that one time. Um, old Mortal Kombat. literally anything you can think of. Like, they, they have a huge catalog with... You know, like I think what did they say, like over 800 games on there or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but it really is a lot of random stuff. So with that to say, I hope this new service is not only a little more like rigid of a catalog where it's like, OK, no. Yeah, we're going to have all of our first party exclusives on there kind of all the time, just like Xbox does. And if it's a little more curated where it's not just a bunch of random stuff, it's like, oh, yeah. here's like some good stuff good classics, yeah. good backwards compatibility for yeah. everything. Like, not just PS3, but give me PS2 and especially give me PS1. You know, even though that's, they're not... That's what I was, that's what I was saying earlier uh, before we started the show and you were going running down through the, the stories we were talking about today. I said, if PlayStation is serious about this and they really want to give a good, like, knockout blow to Game Pass, that's all they have to really do mm-hmm. and say, hey... We've got all of the Sony published or Sony developed. Every single PS1, 2, 3, 4 is going to be a little bit dip more difficult, but, you know, they could do it. But if you have all those entire libraries on there at that, like, super top tier, are you kidding? Are you kidding? You know how that's going to be a force to be reckoned with. If you're yeah. telling me it, it probably won't happen because, as we know, Jim Ryan hates old games, Man. but... If they were to do that and say, hey, we have the entire Sony back catalog. So that's every game that didn't need a peripheral. Forget about it. Yeah. And don't let them don't let them find a way to take the PS2 games and put them back online. Oh, boy. People who wanted to play SOCOM playing SOCOM again. Forget about it. Forget about it. That would be amazing. Forget about it. Playing SOCOM back. In that, in that article, do they say anything at all? One of the things that Xbox is doing really great this this time around is all of the day one big games, like Infinite coming in a couple of days. Uh, are, are they going to be doing any of those big AAA 
games like day one on this new service. It, it doesn't say again, this is, so these are all kind of like leaked hush hush documents. Like some people are kind of like, like not necessarily rumors. Like it seems all but confirmed basically, but yeah, from what people have seen and heard, they have not said that straight up that that would happen. But I imagine if it's if they plan on actually competing with Game Pass, they have to offer that because that's another big right. thing with Game Pass is being able to play freaking Halo Infinite when it comes right. out in a couple of days and not have to pay sixty bucks for it um, for mm-hmm. just the campaign. Like it's <laughs> like that. I I feel like it's a no brainer that has to be included. If they don't do that at that point, like what I mean, other than just as a way, it won't back, work out. Yeah, as a, as a way back machine, yeah. which I'll definitely pay for because I love all the retro games. Mm-hmm. You will, be, but, be, but the be majority such, of yeah, people, the majority won't. people will not. Right, like they, they're gonna be so bummed. That's out. just that's that's twenty dollars yeah. on top of the the no, not even sixty, the seventy that I have to pay for first party games nowadays. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it, and especially if you're already a, a massive gamer and you're already doing Game Pass, you're getting everything you want. You're getting all those day one. You're if you're not going to pay for the PlayStation service if it's not doing the same thing, right? Yeah. I think that's a huge value that Xbox yeah. is is doing with their systems right now. It's also a huge gamble for Sony because they really have to do it. They have to hit all the marks mm-hmm. from jump. Otherwise, everybody's going to say, "Well, this is pretty good, but it's not Game Pass," and cancel mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. If they like that, that they could lose so much money if yeah say say they do offer everything but if they don't do it just right then boy they've poof, they're <laughs> i don't think it's gonna it's obviously not gonna sink sony but it's gonna hurt real bad and they're gonna be real gun shy for a long yeah. time in the future and i could see well, us like they get them getting even more conservative with their features <laughs> in the future which yeah. is gonna that which is crappy because like they're already so like tight-knit and like like strapped down with like the features they offer and the games they put out and stuff like that. And for that to be even more so if they screw that up, like, Oh man, that'd be a bummer. <laughs> I still love Sony. I still love a lot of the games that Sony ends up putting out a lot of those first person or uh, not first person, those first party games that they end up putting out the big triple A games. Um, I would be really concerned if this was Google doing this and I'd be like that fail. They're going to like fail in like three months. They're going to give up. Well, you know? I mean, we have proof of that. That, that happened. <laughs> yeah. That they, actually they, happened. Dude. Yeah, no doubt. But, but I, I think that Sony might be able to do some good stuff and I hope that they do yeah. because I think competition breeds ingenuity. And when you have really good competition, it's going to force you to keep thinking outside of the box and creating new, creating better and keep coming to the table with new and better stuff. And and ultimately, who wins? We, the gamers, win. Yeah. Totally. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm excited. And as early as spring of 2022, like in just a few months, we could be seeing at least an announcement of this. So I'm stoked. Like I would be excited about that date if there was some indication of how long that they had been working on this. You yeah. know what well, I mean? I don't want this to be a, oh, we will only be working on this for six months type of deal. No, I imagine it's been longer because it was at least a year ago, if not longer, that we did the news story about them working with Microsoft using Azure Cloud Azure services, but the, the Azure the Cloud, cloud streaming, yeah. So I imagine this service is going to be very closely tied with those 
So does that mean that? So basically, it's it's running on the same software as Game Passes too, which is kind of crazy. Right. That's (laughs) what I was gonna say. Is Microsoft is honestly like okay. Make a competitor. We still win. You still have to pay us. (laughs) You go ahead and you put all the exclusives on there you want. Get everybody to sign up for it, please. Because now you're just going to have to pay us more and more and more, you dummies. (laughs) Use as many teraflops of data as you want to use. Please. Tell them all to stream in 4K. Yeah. (laughs) Man. But yeah, hopefully we hear hear more soon. I'm stoked about that. Uh, but this next news story, I know Adrian's stoked about this one. Metroid Dread developer now working on a dark fantasy RPG. This story, yes, comes, sir. Yeah, this story comes from IGN. Jared Moore writes over there. Metroid Dread developer Mercury Steam is currently working on a third-person action RPG that will be set in a dark fantasy world and has partnered with Control Publisher. 505 games to make it Ooh. it was that a boo or an ooh that was a boo oh, not for okay. remedy for 505 okay i thought it was for okay. I, I don't, I don't right think now, everybody like... has remembered no i don't th- I, I, I guess everybody forgot that 505 made everybody rebuy control to get the next gen update oh, yeah. did we forget about that no yeah, did we forget yeah. about that but they also just gave it away for free on and PlayStation Plus. So. Yeah, I got it on PS Plus free. Yeah, how long later though? And like a on, year and, and a half on, later. And it's on. No, 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 no. Because it came out in the fall, and I think it was like it was like a January, February of this year. I think it came out. So it was only a couple months. Mm, no, it was longer I think it was than that. More than that, Garrett. I think it was uh, more close to a year. And, was, and and the Ultimate versions on Game Pass as well. So I feel like now, yeah, yeah but that was a year after they already said, "Oh nope, we're not going to do it. You're going to have to buy it." Uh, that was BS. Um. Anyway, uh, they are oh partnered with Five Hundred Five Games. All right, whatever, Keely, go ahead and cape for the for the industry. (laughs) Go ahead. Five Hundred Five's parent company, Digital Bros, released a press release announcing that Mercury Steam's next game is codenamed Project Iron, a third-person action RPG set for release on PC and consoles. While the company hasn't commented on a potential release window for the game, it does note that the project's initial investment amounts to 27 million euros, or around $30 million. Elsewhere in the announcement, it is stated that Project Iron's IP is co-owned by Mercury Steam and Digital Bros. While very few details have emerged about the project so far, it looks like it should be in safe hands given Mercury Steam's wealth of experience. Prior to developing Metroid Dread, the company also worked on titles such as Metroid Samus Returns and Castlevania Lords of Shadow. We are thrilled to work with the team at Mercury Steam, a proven studio that over the years has created numerous phenomenal IPs, including the recent hit release Metroid Dread in partnership with Nintendo. Explained co-CEOs of Digital Bros, uh, Group Rafi and Rami uh, Galante. With Mercury Steam's creative vision and talent and 505's game's extensive experience, gamers can expect a high-quality, captivating, and engaging video game. So, yeah, they're working on a new game, and it's a brand-new IP. It's crazy. Now, uh, I don't... I don't. Uh, maybe I didn't hear. Is this IP also Nintendo-exclusive? Because if I reckon... Mercury Steam is a second party, aren't they? So no? it says here that it's they're planning to release on PC and consoles. So it sounds mm. like everything. It's coming to everything. So it's not just Nintendo. That's interesting. I could have swore Mercury Steam was second party, but I guess, mm-hmm. you know. So that, maybe uh, I was I'm thinking kinda, of somebody else. I'm kind of curious what some of their other games are. So they've done... Uh, 
American McGee presents Scrapland, a 2004 game. <laughs> uh, no idea what that is, one. Uh, they came out uh, 2007. Clive Barker's Jericho. I've heard of Jericho. I've heard that it was pretty good. Uh, 2010, they had Castlevania Lords of Shadow. Okay. Uh, All right. 2014, they had Lords of Shadow 2. Castlevania Lords of Shadow okay. 2. Okay. Uh, and then Metroid Samus Returns in 2017. They, in 2017, Banger. they also had Raiders of the Broken Planet Space Lords. It's an online Never free-to-play action-adventure game. Metroid Dread and then Project Iron now. So they have made stuff okay. for other consoles. So like that Scrapland was Xbox and PC. Um, Jericho in Lords of Shadow was PS3, 360. Um, so it's not their their first time kind of deviating from Nintendo for sure. Okay. I mean, just based on what I've experienced from Mercury Steam, I'm pretty much down for whatever they're going to do. So if you're telling me that they're taking this tech and this engine and whatever they, you know, have done and, and they're making a dark fantasy game based off of it, I'm in. Say no more. Right. Yeah. Dark I don't, fantasy yeah. RPG. So I wonder if it's going to be more like a Final Fantasy then. Is that actually what? Because it says third person action RPG. Like I could almost see it being like a uh, like turn base or is it do you think it's because um, are they a Japanese studio? I guess in my head I was thinking that because no, they're um. They're, they're oh, in no, they're, Spain, I think. Yeah, they're they're Spanish. Yeah, they're from Spain. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it might be just like a standard, just their person RPG. There Who knows? There's be... so many ways that you can do an RPG yeah. these days. Really it it is, could be yeah. anything. <laughs> could be anything, but I mean, Zelda's technically an RPG. So. Yeah. Who knows? Especially, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm 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 stoked for it. Uh, I Mercury Stream was not. Steam was not really on my radar until Metroid Dread. Like even reading this list, like I've heard of some of these games, like Jericho, um, Samus Returns, so stuff like that. I was gonna but... say Samus Returns. You never, oh, you never had a 3DS though. Okay. Yeah, that never played sense. it. So I'm, I'm really excited because again, my only experience is Dread, but it has a killer game. So I'm really excited to see. Like, okay, yeah, if you, you've made some cool stuff in the past, looking forward to making some cool stuff here in the future. Let's do it. Let's see what you got. Yeah um yeah they're two for two for me so anything they, they want to do I'm, I'm down yeah i love the fact that you said it was new ip so i want to see some new blood man let's get some different different stuff going like the, nobody there's nothing new under the sun anymore so whenever you can say like hey it's totally new i love it <laughs> like with our question of the show earlier when we were talking about all the tv shows that are basically the same yeah 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent you get a good um, concept, you just kind of go with it. You know? Yeah. yeah. Keep changing. What if they were taken over by this country instead of this country? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this. It'll be cool. Uh, I don't think there's any sort of indication, though, about how soon it might come out. Uh, but I mean, it's fine. They, Take I, your if, time. Yeah. If they just finish up Dread probably in the last year or so, I could see this easily take another, like, you know, couple year, two, three years at least. So now, that's fine. If you, you know need what? even more than that, take your take your time. If if however long, I don't think they said how long the development cycle was for Dread, did they? Not in this article. That that would be interesting to know though. Um, but however long you need, take it because I want another game of that caliber. Yes. So take your time. We'll be here. I'll probably 100%. still be playing old PSP games that I haven't got a chance to get around to. So. <laughs> You're perfectly fine. Oh, man. All right. Speaking so of which, can we double back real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Um, That PS, that new PS Plus stuff, I know you mentioned that there was PSP games in there. That could actually be a really big deal because 
this might be the first time if they can get with Square and get the rights to it that uh, Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII would be on a device that's not a PSP, which is huge because we just came off of the the Final Fantasy VII remake wave mm-hmm. and Crisis Core is basically explaining the end of Final Fantasy VII Remake. So if there's a way that we can get that into the hands of everybody before the part two of the remake comes up, this would be the way to do it. That would be a really big, um, especially for the JRPG crowd, that would be a really big incentive Hmm. to get that service. Now, Adrian, is it big enough for you to contemplate getting that service and getting back on the Sony Pony bandwagon? The one thing that they would have to do, I'm telling you, is, in, I mean, a complete backlog, like PS1 through 4. And I know they're not going to do it, so I'm I'm safe. I'm okay. safe for now. Yeah, <laughs> They're not going to do it. When they do, I, you're going to see it, pictures I'll on tell Instagram you what, I'll tell holding you what, the PS5. You I'll watch. tell you what. If they say, if they come out with the service and they say we have a complete backlog of PS1 through 3, I'll buy one that day. Hmm. I'll buy one that if I can get it, of course, you yeah. know, you heard it bots here, willing, you heard bots it. bots willing. I'll buy one that day. That's how confident I am that they're not going to do it. Put it on the board, Kajama. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. This is the last news story here. A little bit of a downer here at the end. But, you know, news is news. We got to talk about it. The Game Awards won't take sides on Activision Fallout to focus on reveals. Comes from Kotaku, uh, written by Ethan Gatch over there. As Jeff Keighley's annual Game Awards show enters its eighth year, uh, it's actually going to be airing this Thursday, 5 p.m., which I know last week we talked about possibly doing a live react to it. I don't know if you guys are still on board. Maybe we should talk about that after the show. Um, Yeah. But uh, enters its eighth year. The creator and host told the Washington Post today that he's still thinking about how to navigate Activision Blizzard's involvement in the ceremony following the latest reports of sexual misconduct at the publisher. We want to support employees and developers, Keeley said in an interview about what to expect at the 2021 Game Awards, which takes place on December 9th. Keeley added he supported people coming forward with their stories, but he also didn't want to diminish developers' opportunities to spotlight their games, the Washington Washington Post reported. We have to think very carefully about how to proceed here, he said in an interview. Despite being one of the most prominent figures in the video game industry, Keeley has so far refrained from calling out the reported years of abuse at one of the biggest gaming companies in the world. Keeley and the Game Awards did not respond to a request for comment. Activision Blizzard, which faces a lawsuit by California regulators alleging years of widespread sexual discrimination, harassment, and other forms of mistreatment, is one of a handful of companies on the Game Awards advisory board. In addition to Activision President Rob Kostich, the board also includes executives from Nintendo, Microsoft, Sony, and many of the other gaming industry's corporate giants. Executives from those console manufacturers in particular were some of the few voices who spoke out recently, albeit internally rather than publicly, following a bombshell investigation in the Wall Street Journal about misconduct at Activision that implicated its CEO, Bobby Kotick. While thousands of publishers and employees called on Kotick to resign, Nintendo of America, President Doug Bowser, and PlayStation boss Jim Ryan, and head of Xbox Phil Spencer each emailed their respective staffs to express their own disgust and concern over the allegations though none announced any specific changes to their business relationships with Activision Blizzard. Um, 
Let's see. There's more about the, the kind of what's going on over there, what we've already talked about. There is an update to the article here, though, about the Game Awards specifically. Keeley elaborated, this, this is an update from the 4th. Keeley elaborated on Activision Blizzard's involvement in this year's Game Awards in a Twitter thread posted late last night. The host confirmed that the publisher is not appearing outside of the categories its games are nominated for. Nominations and winners are voted on by the media. And added that there is no place for abuse, harassment, or predatory practices in any company or community. I also realize we have a big platform which can accelerate and inspire change. We are committed to that, but we all need to work together to build a better and more inclusive environment so everyone feels safe to build the world's best games. All of us are accountable to this standard. Incredible games and the talented developers who build them are who we want to celebrate. See you on Thursday. Um, So his statements kind of, uh, in summary, was... uh, he, so they're, they are not doing any Activision Blizzard announcements at the Game Awards. So that's almost like their punishment. Like they're still, uh, what's his name is still on the advisory board. And they're still going to be, obviously, they're still nominated for awards. So they're going to be talked about then. But Keely put his foot down and said, you know what? We're not going to let them announce any DLC for Warzone, though. They're <laughs> <laughs> oh really teaching them, huh? Yeah, really you know, that's going to really hurt, hurt Call of Duty's numbers. I'm sure their pocketbook's going to be crying, you know, after well, the, that. the real, the real, real sad news to all of this is the fact that he's not a good dude. He did some really horrible crap and all of the people Bo- Bob, that Bobby Kotick, you mean, yeah, Bobby Kotick. Right. And yeah. all, but all the people, well, Jeff Healy too, but you know, just saying, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, the, all the people that work at Activision that have been busting their butt and doing all this stuff, like, to not not just right. them though, Ubisoft, Riot Absolutely. Games, all this, all the in, in all the places that we don't know about that this stuff is happening at, which is absolutely going on. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's horrible, man. You know, it's horrible they're having to deal with that stuff, and they've been putting you know all this work and effort and energy into into doing all these great things with these games, and then they're basically being pushed off to the side. They can't, they can't be recognized for that. You know, because of some of the stuff that he that this one man made some choices to to act out as a butthole, really um, <laughs> using his position to uh, gratify himself. Yeah, it's it's horrible. Uh, it's horrible. Yeah. Now, I like I I definitely wish Keeley was taken. As, I, I I wish there was a stronger stance here from Keeley. Like I wish I was gonna say just say just just yeah. say it out loud. I wish he had a backbone. I wish he had a yeah. spine. Because so here's the deal, and I, I, I tweeted about this a little bit, and because there was someone who responded to us and was just like, "Well, like, what's the big deal? Like, we're there to celebrate games. Let's just focus on the games." It's like, right, but it's not consistent with Keeley because you think back, what was it, five, six years ago when Kojima mm-hmm. was getting, you know, leaving Konami. His best friend, by the way. His best friend was leaving Konami on these bad terms and stuff. He made a ruckus about that at the Game Awards. He took sides on that one, you know. And on, on his own, mind you. He was the only one up there. There was no yep. segment. He just decided to throw that in there. Yeah. And unprovoked. Now, and now, like, there's this thing happening in the gaming industry, which is so much more, like, important. Like, important. Like, who cares about Konami, like, Kojima leaving Konami? Like, that's his personal thing. That's his personal thing. This is literally people being harassed, abused, all sorts threatened, of things, threatened at their work. Death threats from their bosses. And now he's like, oh, no, no. Here at the Game Awards, we don't take sides. It's like, well, what are you talking about? Uh, I mean, also, six, 
You, you've done I, it I for said, less. I said, you've done it for less, yeah. Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said yesterday, too, I said, oh, you know, uh, oh, that's a nice Twitter thread you put up there, Jeff. If you believe so strongly in what you're saying when you tweet stuff out, why is it such a problem for you to say that on the show? Yeah. On the platform that you acknowledged that you have to say this. Mm-hmm. Why is it such an issue for you to say that? And also, he said, oh, well, this is a place where we come, you know, we're celebrating the industry. Uh, I think Keely said something along those lines. Mm-hmm. How can we, in good conscience, celebrate the game industry as a whole, knowing things like this are going on and not saying anything about it? Yeah, You know what I mean? There are probably going to be people in attendance at the Game Awards who have had to suffer this kind of, these kinds of abuses. Yeah. And... He's just going to not talk anything and just, you know, kind of sweep it right under the rug. I think yeah. that's incredibly irresponsible. I, I I definitely think that there's a way that you can say, hey, look, we're all here to have a great time and appreciate the the art form that is games. But I have to, you know, we here at the Game Awards have to make things known. We've been, you know, uh, the entire industry has been well aware of reports from different companies um you don't have to name them in particular even though it would be more ballsy if he did um but multiple large companies huge companies in our industry have been you know uh reported of claims of abuses of all forms and we here at the game awards just want everyone to know that we support you um we do not tolerate abuses of any kind and we are doing everything we can to shine a spotlight on this issue and to get everybody the resources that we need or that they need to better their work environment. You know what I mean? Something yeah. like that. Or he could have reached out to, to I, I, they probably won't do anything, but he could have reached out to Phil Spencer or, you know what I mean? Or or Nintendo, um, what's his name? Um, Doug, Doug Bowser. Um, or or any, any, any of those big names and said, hey, you know, this this is becoming a real problem and we don't want to see it get any worse than it is. You know what I mean? There's yeah. there's so many different ways he could have said that, but he just chose to rather not say anything. And that is the loudest of everything that he could have said. Yeah. Yeah. There's literally a thousand ways that were would have been, you know, just as tactful, uh, you know, or more. Tactful. And it probably would have taken and, like three minutes. Yeah. And instead, it's like the stance of like the stance of no stance and it's like what like really <laughs> like all you like i don't you... understand what's so controversial about it it's it's pretty yeah. it's pretty black and white like <laughs> there's no gray area here people weren't like oh they're kind of getting abused they're kind of <laughs> getting threatened they're kind of getting touched when they don't want to no <laughs> what do you mean yeah i don't know it's 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 so bizarre, and and I wonder like because even from that his tweet his his supposed response there's been I mean as we're talking about here like there's obviously backlash to that so I don't know it'll be interesting to see on Thursday night then like does he slide something like I wonder if he just kind of shuts up on social media for now and then like will he surprise us on Thursday and say something like what's the over under like what are the chances do you think he actually <sighs> just slips something in like he he actually does do something even if he without, does something without now... making a big deal of it. Even, but if he does something now, then people will just say, oh, he did it because people were giving him, you know, giving him crap for it. You know what I mean? It's not going to come off as genuine yeah. as he actually cares. It's just, 
oh, well, I'm trying to save whatever viewership that I might lose if I, I don't say something. But, I mean, at least he did it. At least he finally, like, he did, did the it. Thing, but, right? like, like, I would he, rather him do I mean, it because he actually wants to see something, you know, right. him being such a big beneficiary of all of these people's work. And yeah. the in the in the sense that he wouldn't have this show to put on if there weren't people in this industry making the games, you would yeah. think he would care a little bit more about the people making them. Yeah. But there's ways that he can do it that it would be very genuine that he can that he can make a statement about it. But he would have to like say, hey, you know, let's take a moment and talk about some stuff that's been going on. And he would need to talk from the heart, not reading a teleprompter, right? Not not reading a you know a an already written out statement that some advisor has written for him. It would really need to be coming from like a, you know, a place where he's got to apologize for his inaction uh, in the beginning and for his, you know, Hey, let's don't not really do anything approach. Mm -hmm. He would need to come back. You know, I realized that this is, I didn't react the right way. I I made a mistake. I shouldn't have taken this so lightly. It, It has been affecting a lot of people in our industry and, you know, that kind of stuff can't be tolerated anymore, you know? And so I think that that he would honestly need to be very genuine about it and have to come right out the gate and say that stuff. And that's one of those things where like, I typically will always try to like make a joke out of whatever we're talking about. And I don't want to joke about any of that kind of stuff. I don't think those things are joking matters. Uh, I worked at two different places where I was harassed continuously, not sexually. I actually asked for that a few times. See, I already, (laughs) I did it. I did it. I had to go there. I had to go there, but no, uh, I, I was harassed by, by bosses that had real bad anger problems and that would scream and yell and made me feel horrible about the person that I am. And it sucks. Uh, I was in a position working for over 20 years at that lumber yard for a guy who it's, we had like a weird relationship. I love the guy cause I worked for him for a long time and he helped me feed my family. Uh, but at the same time I despised him because I was a happy person who came to work whistling and found joy in my job and customers liked me. And he would scream and yell at me about how stupid I was and how he, uh, I was replaceable. I'm a dime a dozen. And, you know, when you get told that stuff, like when I went to go work at the pest control company, my self-esteem was in the, in the toilet, you know, and, and it took somebody going like, dude, you're really good with people. Like you're amazing at this, that my self-esteem came up, but I didn't realize that what I was dealing with was I was actually dealing with abuse. I was was abused for years because he knew that I felt I can't do anything. If I, if I get fired from this job, I've got nowhere else to go. Who the hell's going to hire me? I'm an idiot. I break everything and I'm, I'm not that bright. And, you know, because I've been told how dumb I was for so many years and everything else that I believed it. I believed all those lies that he told me and that wasn't who I was and it never has been. and never will be. Uh, Now, JJ, take that experience put it in the forms of other kinds of abuses that have gone on for as long as you've had to endure some of that stuff and multiply it by potentially hundreds. Could you in good conscience, knowing that other people in the lumber industry will, will keep it there. were suffering those same kinds of abuses and not say anything about it to anybody like to maybe a CEO or anything like, you already know how terrible it is firsthand, right? So for us three right now, even just hearing the accounts of what's been happening to people in the industry, right? 
just as a decent person, the fact that you can hear all these things and go, you know what? Let's not talk about that right now. Like these are suffering humans and you don't want to talk about it right now. I don't, I don't know. What is that? What is that? Like, what do they call that? Um, it's, <laughs> that disorder? Uh, yeah. So, so socio sociopath. A sociopath. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. No I'm, I'm just like, I'm, I'm just laying it down in the, into the bare humanity of it. Like these are people that you say you appreciate the work of the sweat, the blood, the tears of, but do you appreciate them as people, as fellow humans? It's yeah. just odd to me that you would rather that, that you can stomach people suffering like that and not want to say anything when you know you could accelerate the situation to be changed. Yeah. That's yeah. at the root of all of this. It's not about the game awards. It's not about, you know, um, oh, we don't want to anger people on the board because they're from Activision. It's about, no, what does this say about Jeff Keighley as a person? Hmm. And it honestly says a lot to me at this point you know people are, they say um oh he's worried about his money oh he's worried about that none of that really matters in situations like this or it shouldn't anyway if you're a halfway decent person yeah, yeah. there's always gonna that's be just money. me there's always gonna be money there money should yeah no no there. there's yeah. granted I, I understand it always will be money motivated right but like i know for a fact that i couldn't be like a. They they there's that old saying that you know you can't be a billionaire without screwing people over, and in in some form or some way, I know for a fact I couldn't be a billionaire because I wouldn't be able to sleep knowing that somebody's life is ruined because of something I did knowingly to screw them over so that I could benefit from their you know their misfortune, couldn't do it, so I don't know it just makes me question his character is all as a person, yeah. No, 100%. Yeah, it's definitely as, I don't know. Yeah, such such an interesting thing to kind of experience this last week because, I don't know, everyone in the industry, for the most part, pretty is, thinks pretty highly of Jeff Keighley. And then, like, with this happened, it's like, oh, man, like, what, yeah. what's going on? Like, where's where's this coming from? Like, is this, was it just like, a, hey, I... I I don't know. I almost want to give him the benefit of the doubt. Like, was it just like a quick t- tweet or a, a quick thing he said in the interview, like not fully thinking, like he just kind of like responded or yeah. Or is that actually like what, how he feels and thinks about it? Like, I don't know. It's I'd, I would like to give him the benefit of the doubt, but at this point, like until, until something happens, it's like, oh, I guess. Well, maybe, maybe that's actually how he feels, which is, yeah, that's sad. That's yeah. a bummer. I mean, this like, is, I, yeah. Cause like dog, dog, if it's me, I don't really, you could be funding it from top to bottom yeah. as a sponsor. If you're the one, if your company is the one of the ones that's doing this stuff, I'm gonna say something, and you yeah. can turn the you can turn the awards off right after that. <laughs> yeah. But it's gonna be documented Twitch before the right stream, <laughs> right? Before the stream gets cut off, it's gonna be documented on there. Somebody's gonna record it that I said something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what, guys? This is this is tough stuff to talk about. I'm glad it that, is, but I'm it needs to talk be talked about. about. Absolutely. And Adrian, thanks for being raw and and for sharing your your feelings and thoughts and that stuff. And Garrett, um, just to piggyback off all of that, all of the times that I've harassed you, I meant everything that I've ever done to you, <laughs> like oh everything. I don't. I you thought he was gonna be sincere. You thought. Uh... <laughs> you 
thought, oh, here comes a tender moment. Oh, nah, look at us nah, healing. We being a little Psych! Too, you know what I mean? I'm just saying, just saying, Garrett, <laughs> I, I meant to harass you every freaking time. Like, every time. Oh, man. That was good. Boom. I got that recorded. Send it off to the FBI right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I hate you. I, 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 I hate you I'm, so much. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a fan of when we have to, you know, get real and, and not fun about stuff like that. But, yeah. Hey, these are, um, these it, are people's lives. It needs lives. to be talked about. Yeah. yeah people's these are people's lives. lives that are potentially at stake, that, as we've seen from reports. So, yeah. 100%. Alrighty. Um, so next here, I'm looking at the clock and uh, let's uh, let's move this show along a little bit here. It's time for the ad. We're gonna get our into our Patreon ad where <laughs> what's up? I don't know. I think something went off in JJ's pocket. Was, yeah, I hope that was the phone. That. I was just so excited for the ad right now. I'm so free. I'm so. I just wanted to be your phone. I just wanted to be your phone. Please, God, phone vibrating. Please let that be the phone vibrating. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here's the ad. (laughs) For the ones who get it done. The most important part is the one you need now, and the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, because we have professional grade supplies for every industry, even hard to find products, and we have same day pickup and next day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. All right, this is the part of the show where I tell you to go over to patreon.com slash supergamerboys and support us over there. Starting at just a buck a month, all the way up to $15 a month. We've got a multiple tiers in there where you can get our episodes early and ad-free. You can get uh, show notes. You can get shout-outs in the show. You can be our boss. Heck, uh, if you get us that $100 a month goal, you can even fund a brand new show. So go over to patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Be awesome. Support us over there, please. Very much appreciate it. Normally, we would talk about uh, supporting us on Twitch right now, but you know what I'm going to say? Go to sgbstore.com where you can get this bad boy. Look at this. Oh, man. It's so nice and cozy and warm and soft. And uh, get our sweet Super Gamer Boys mug mug with our mugs on there. Gorgeous logo. Fantastic. And everyone likes toasty toes, you know? So go out and get yourself a pair of these. Oh, you can, there's you can see the design a little better. See the button? The button design that you see on our podcast? The detail. The precision. The detail. There's, there's our logo there. And on the back of the calf. Ugh, Look oh, at that crap. twitching. That, that, oh. that stitching was amazing. I got a cramp. You got a little cramp. Huh? You got, got a cramp in my cramp. I got a cramp in my other leg. My right leg was in the air. And my left leg got a cramp. I don't know what that says about my. You've been sitting around on the but... soup line for so dang long. You're not stretching out and getting to work, buddy. <laughs> oh man! So go over to SGB store, sgbstore.com. Go buy some merch for your loved ones for Christmas. Even if they don't listen to the show, just buy them a pair of socks and see what they say. I think it'd be funny. <laughs> it posted on Instagram and tag us because I'd love to see that. Or just buy it, like I said, buy a sweet sweater because this thing's so cozy. All right, let's get back to the show.
All right, it is time to talk about what you're playing. So, Adrian, give it to me. What have you been playing? My good man, Garrett, you will be pleased to know that I am on the tail end of Pokemon Pearl. Uh, I, yes, yes. Thank you. Um, Thank I'm, you I'm for almost, finally finishing I'm almost out. <laughs> I need you. Uh, I've had a blast with it. I had a blast with it, um, as always, as just like it was the first time. Um, I know a lot of people say that game is really slow uh, compared to the, the newer games. It is definitely a slower pace, but that doesn't mean that it's not very well done. Um, been playing that. I've uh, been playing uh, Super Mario Odyssey, of course, to get ready for for a book club. Heck yeah. Um, working on that still, uh, uh, in my eyes, a masterpiece. Um, we'll talk about that, though, on Wednesday. And um, I've been playing. Uh, we I, I I mentioned PSP a little bit earlier. Um, I've been playing a, I'll say a deep cut. Uh, it's called uh, Jean Dark, and it's um uh, it think about it, if they took the story of of Joan of Arc and okay. turned it into an anime slash uh, Final Fantasy Tactics JRPG. I like can picture the cover of that game, but I never played it. The, pic- the the cover is like super cool. Like it has really cool artwork, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's like her after she cut her hair off with armor on, and then yeah. kind of just standing there with a sword. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a um a tactics game along the lines of Final Fantasy Tactics or Tactics Ogre. Um, has full animated cutscenes. Uh, the gameplay is really well done. It's um pretty much it's majority voiced, and the the performances are really good. Hmm. Um, but that you know all. Co- pales in comparison to the gameplay which is airtight like most tactic tactics games on psp um it's pretty hefty now i thankfully i, I got it when it was you know dirt cheap when nobody cared about psp because mm-hmm. now it's like worth 80 bucks but Ooh. um yeah it's it's up there if you if Crazy. you get it with the box and everything uh but yeah i freaking love it and i hope it you know what that could be one of the ones that they put on the the playstation plus thing and if they do and you get it, I'm telling you right now, that's that's a definite recommended play for me. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah, man, I'm so excited for that PlayStation thing. I hope it's real. I hope it I hope it comes sooner than later. <laughs> <laughs> um for me, I have basically just been playing Super Mario Odyssey, which I don't want to talk too much about because we're gonna be talking about the book club. But uh yeah, I have not had a lot of time Ooh. to play games. I've been so busy like trying to get a job that I haven't just actually took any downtime and relaxed while being jobless so yeah that's it just super mario odyssey for me uh jj have you been playing anything exciting lately it it sounded like you said soup mario (laughs) i don't i don't know maybe we've got (laughs) it in your head about that soup that you're in line for mario's doing just fine he'll be okay i don't know i mean i want to make sure he's employed (laughs) you know uh plumbing is is like a trait so i mean you would think that he'd stay fairly busy um so I actually loved finishing Limbo last week. This week, uh, upon a recommendation on our Discord, in the Discord, uh, Chizo had mentioned, hey, JJ, have you ever played Inside? And, and uh, What? What? Oh, yeah, you I might. told you about Inside <laughs> when you were pl- no, before I... you started playing Limbo. I Chizo. <laughs> Garrett, we're going to have to talk about invoice because apparently I'm doing it for nothing. No. I'm doing it for nothing. Adrian, Adrian, I look, 
Adrian mentioned it on the show first. <laughs> but uh, but I, I spent felt, so long on I, these indie boys. I understand, but I feel <laughs> like I had to do that because he mentioned it on the on the Discord, and I thought, oh, I'm gonna give him the credit for it because I did that to you not that long ago, where you talked about uh, the game I'm not allowed to talk about, and mm. then I played I know the it. One. I played it. And then I talked about how I played it, and you're like, yeah, I was just talking about it last week. And I'm like, you did? And so, no, Adrian mentioned it on the show. Oh <laughs> and gosh. then and then I was talked about it in Discord. And so I bought it this week, and I actually finished it this week. And you know what? Play Dead Whoa. is the people who put it out. What a great game. A really fun platformer and, like, hmm. a lot better than Limbo. Like, I mean, it, it – by leaps and bounds, a better game. That game is a phenomenal platformer. And based on that, then I saw that Oxenfree was on sale uh, for 99 cents. Oh, and so oh, I picked baby. that up, and that's the next game I'm going to start playing that one tomorrow. So so I'll be talking about that game hopefully next week. Okay. Now, Dang. wait. Look at me, JJ. Yeah. yeah. Oxenfree is a very good game. Mm-hmm. The people that made Oxenfree... Also made another game after Oxenfree. It's called After Party. Okay. So when somebody tells you about After Party, <laughs> you, Adrian told me about After Party first. Okay. Adrian told me. I just want to put this okay. in there yeah. so it's on wax. <laughs> All right. I love how you put your like as if you're holding the sides of his face, just like JJ. Look at look me in the look, eyes. Look at me. Like what I do with my four year old when he's not listening. Like Shepherd, look at me. <laughs> look me, and and he's going like this, like. Like trying to do everything it can to like not look at me. <laughs> Adrian oh, has told me about so many games, like, and then I try them later, and they I've end up rocking. I've told you all about so but, many games, but I cannot, I cannot give you the credit typically, but I do give you credit fully for inside. <laughs> you know how many games are in old Indie Boys episodes that I know you would absolutely adore? Oh, I'm sure. I'm gonna have to go back in the archives. Yeah, you do. I, I yeah, you know yeah. what? I should think about putting a supercut together. Do Ooh. a big supercut, or we could just oh, start wow. releasing them. Just upload like the smaller versions. Just the, up yeah, on that YouTube. would be great. Just, just, like, just releasing them yeah. individually like that would be great. I, I wonder. We'll talk about it later. As a, do you I, have I, them as, still? I hope you I, oh, have yeah. them because no, yeah, I think I have all of them as far as I remember. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, we'll talk about that later and see what we can do with those. All right. But. Cool. Well, thank you guys all so much for listening this week uh, and watching. Uh, if you can, please go over to patreon.com slash supergameboys. As I mentioned previously in the show, that support helps us a ton with buying games, buying equipment, whatever we might need. Uh, we appreciate all of you who support us over there. And uh, yeah, remember, we got that goal. Get us 100 and we'll put out that new show for you guys. SGBstore.com. As I've mentioned multiple times in the show go buy yourself the coziest sweater ever some sweet socks a sweet mug we got stickers we got phone cases we got everything we got t-shirts uh sgbstore.com and get some cool stuff for your loved ones in your life you know for your grandma for your great aunt for your nephew you know all, all the people who love sweet Super Gamer Boys merch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> your grandma. Yes, of course. <laughs> Go, uh, rate and review us if you can on your favorite podcast <laughs> services. Give us the thumbs up on YouTube. Subscribe to our channel so you know when videos go live. Follow us here at twitch.tv slash the Super Gamer Boys. During the week, you can find us at supergamerboys.com, at supergamerboys on Twitter and Instagram. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at gmorlang. Adrian, where can they find you at? 
You can find me any and everywhere at Homeboy. And JJ, where can they find you at? Right at the top of the line in the soup chain. <laughs> That's where I'm at. Uh, but you can find me online uh, at JJ Purdom on Twitter and Instagram. Cool, cool. Well, that's all I got for this week. Thank you guys all so much for joining me. It's been real. It's been fun. Of course. <laughs> been a blast. Thanks, man. JJ. All right, for Garrett Morlang, for Adrian Homeboy Holmes, and for myself, JJ Purdom, we are the Super Gamer Boys. And we will catch you on the Flippity Flop. Thanks, Chizo, for the recommendations. Oh, screw you, man. And Keely, do the right thing. Do the right thing. Fix it. Oh.